Hey folks, this is Barack Lurie, the Lurie Law Podcast. Well, today, so many things to talk about, but, uh, you know, there is the case of, uh, and I don't want to drill down too much on it, uh, and that is the Zimmerman case, of course, but more as an more as a symptom of our, of our society than, than talking about the specifics about Zimmerman. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that uh, this is a case where the whole country rallied around this or that side of the case, um, decided to be offended by the decision or not offended by the decision, um, and it basically went down political lines. If you were a conservative, then you were um, glad that Zimmerman was acquitted. If you were liberal, then you thought it was an outrage and it was a travesty of justice and so forth. And um, But here's what I, I put to you. And, and in my recent Sunday show, I talked about uh, the specifics about reasonable doubt and how things work and how they don't work. And and if anything is was clear uh, that there was no, if there's anything that there was no doubt about, it was that there was plenty of reasonable doubt. And this was almost a foregone conclusion at the end of the day. In fact, it was a foregone conclusion. Um, so I talked a little bit about that, but I also talked about the fact that this was the big distraction. I, I make that with a capital D, the big distraction, right? Um, and that's what, uh, we see this in law a lot, right? Where, you know, one side knows it's going to lose if the focus of the attention is based upon uh, the statute of limitations. Um, and the other side will prevail if uh, the focus is on uh, discovery of the, of the, uh, the issue in, in dispute. That will, uh, you know, change the statute of limitations. Or um, if you look at the, uh, it's kind of like those pictures that you see. If you if you focus on a, you know, the, the picture of the old lady versus the young lady, right? You can see the young lady, not the old lady. Um, if you look at a case as a breach of contract case versus a case that is a fraud case, uh, it's a very different animal. So if you focus entirely on fraud, uh, and you say, Your Honor. Uh, the other side has not proven fraud whatsoever, um, and then just make that entirely about that. Well, then you'll say the, the other side will say, "What are you talking about? We're talking about breach of contract." There's a there's a very different standard applied. Everything else is 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 different. Uh, and the same thing is true in politics, right? If you if you are, oh, I don't know, uh, president of a, a major country in the Western Hemisphere that is uh, dealing with uh, I don't know a scandal. I, I know these would be absurd. But let's say an IRS scandal where people would no. Be, yeah, I, you know what? It's just the first thing that comes to mind. It's just I know it's absurd, but to target conservative groups, let's say, and uh, I don't know. Let's say there was some sort of foreign disaster involving an embassy, and uh, people were overrun, and uh, and yeah, because it wouldn't question. happen in a I mean, it clearly, it wouldn't happen here. But I'm just talking about this fictional country that you know, just to prove a point, <laughs> okay. And, uh, and if there's also some sort of uh, scandal whereby, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, the, 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 the administration was all over the press just because of their political views. Uh, yeah, look, three ridiculous scenarios, but just to prove a point. Are you not uh, just going to say there uh, might be an NSA scandal? In the uh, league, don't, be know, <laughs> don't be absurd. Don't be absurd. 
Yeah. Um, there certainly wouldn't be, you know, gun running to other countries to with straw purchasers. No. I mean, these yeah. things to all happen at the same time, of course, that would never happen. No. And I'm sure it never has happened. And, of course, it wouldn't happen during there when there's a bad economy. Right. Or risk from a war with, say, Iran trying to develop nuclear weapons or an ongoing war against Islamic worldwide terror networks. Right. Or a trillion dollar, you know, $17 trillion deficit. You know, things uh, really falling apart at the seams in that. in that group. But thank goodness it's the year 2009 and nothing like that could ever happen, say, three years from four years from now. Right. Right. That's so. Yeah. yeah. But so, so just take that example. Um, certainly such a president, if he were facing those very hypothetical scenarios. During a re-election. During yeah, a re-election. Would never happen. Would never happen. Because we wouldn't want to be that cynical. Um, but you're so focused on all these different uh, things, and of course they're very difficult to, to deal with. Um, if that were the case, boy, wouldn't you want to glom on to uh, something like the Trayvon Martin case? What a great distraction it would be. Uh, you can say, hey, look at this, uh, and, and focus on it and look legitimate and talk about race relations in the country and get the whole country to yeah, talk because, about that. Focusing on one you know, shooting, let's just call it a homicide or a murder or whatever. Yeah. It, while there are 500 in Chicago, you know, and several other, you know, actual race-related incidents like the Black Panthers or like that those kids in Long Beach who were beaten up on Halloween by a gang of people for racial reasons or uh, several other things. Those, those would not happen at all. Right. It's it's not at all uh, an issue there. Yeah, and a local one local crime story in Florida is definitely national news. Right. We've all got dragged into this discussion, right? Um, and of course, you know, I, well, here's an equally absurd thing just to throw at you. Uh, I don't know, say... Um, I'm sitting down. Yeah, let's just say uh, Syria was collapsing and uh, one of the Arab countries, oh, maybe even two of the Arab countries was collapsing and... Uh, Things are really going awry there, and you don't know which side to support. Or even more equally absurd, uh, one of the major cities of the country uh, just went bankrupt. I know that's not possible, but just saying, oh, I don't know, let's say Detroit, okay? You always picked on Detroit. <laughs> but, but that's, again, imagining a far-off future in the year 2013, because after all, it's the year 2009 right now. Right. You know, so I'm just envisioning a world... Uh, that I'm saying now about this Obama guy, that I'm, I just don't have confidence in it. I, and I think that bad things are going to happen with him. <laughs> so, my friend Ari. <laughs> so that's the, that's the situation. So it's the big distraction. But we all got sucked into this big national discussion. And we're fools. We're fools. Because in the same way that uh, a very high quality, you know, a, a very smart lawyer who realizes that he's losing the case will... Talk to the jury about what a productive member of society is. His so, client, so what, wait, wait, wait. Okay. his client, who the defendant is, um, you know, you know, Mr. Mr. Smith, what a great productive member. Never mind that he actually committed the crime, you know, but he's such a nice guy. And talk about all these different things that are totally irrelevant, totally irrelevant, and 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 hence the discussions. I mean, and let's talk about the various distractions we've been having. Distractions, not distractions. Distractions such as the Zimmerman case, of course. That was one of the biggest boondoggles for the administration. It was wonderful for them uh, to talk the about The war that. on women? What the about war that on, one? Oh, very well said. The war on women. Even He, he even weighed in on the, 
the Rush Limbaugh matter and what's what's her name that woman Sandra uh, Fluke Sandra Fluke uh, and then of course gay marriage. I mean, I, forgetting about where where you stand on the issue of gay marriage, it yeah, doesn't is this matter. relevant at all in the, in the big issues facing Thank humanity? Thank you. You know, you can be for it, and you know, my my father very well. He said he said it. Look, I uh, fine. You want to you want to get married? That's my that's your business. I don't care. But it's not an issue. This is nonsense that we're focusing on this. You can call it, you, you're calling it civil rights. Please, it's not civil yeah. rights. You want to, you want the the right for the state to to acknowledge the, your your homosexual uh, engagements. Fine, okay. But don't don't make it seem like it's some sort of a holy matter, and we're all doing a great. Uh, we're all passing through a milestone in history. Please, uh, here's. Meanwhile, Rome is burning. That's the bottom line. Yeah, right? and then there are real issues that are uh, uh, treated as, as worse than distractions, things like the Gosnell case. Yes. You know, completely ignored, which are fundamental to how we as a people, as either a human species or a society, right. view the, the importance of human life. That's a really good point. Gosnell should have been the national discussion. Um, the discussion being, uh, this is the natural result uh, when you have uh, liberalized politics when it comes to abortion. When you tell people that, that uh, abortion is a, a question of a woman's right to choose as opposed to the life of a child. Yeah, I think both liberalized and nationalized, because it's a result of also a national uh, a fiat-driven hmm. regulation upon abortion, rather than saying, uh, we at the federal level hold a woman's right to choose, blah, 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 in certain areas of the country, but the states, it's up to you. You know, or some some version that leaves some freedom in the hands of people some freedom, and legislatures. That's right. and, and you know what? Conservatives would be okay with that. They would be upset that this or that state chose to legalize abortion. Yeah, but they'd vote with their feet. But they'd, they would vote for their yeah. feet. Exactly right. And uh, you don't have to belong to that state. And uh, we understand that in other countries bad things happen. But this should, the discussion should have been on the Gosnell case. It should have been this is the natural result of a culture that embraces abortion. Yeah, and considering on, that... Embraces abortion on demand. Yeah, and considering that Obama had a huge connection to the uh, to voting present on the Born Alive Act. Voting present means not voted at all. Right. And the vote Born Alive Act was in front of the Illinois legislature. Right. And that was a huge uh, uh, mark on his record that was not positive. The whole Gosnell and the ancillary issues about late-term of, of abortion and murder of viable kids would have been a huge, just relevant political issue right. in the 2012 race. Right. And you know, you know what a lot of these things go to? I can't help but think of what uh, Andrew Breitbart used to say, which he said, media is everything. Well, yeah. And, and, and we and, so often ignore that. Well, the funny thing is that, and <laughs> I'll, I'll play on words and then you'll know where I'm going with this. Uh, what you're saying basically is that media matters, right? Yes. And hence the group media, media matters. matters. Uh, which is ex they recognize it uh, and they are brilliant at it. Uh, they give a damn about it much more than we do because it's it's in their nature. They they believe progressivism requires national action, right? I mean, the very essence that's the definition of, of progressivism is that you you you, you impose things on other people. Yeah, this is the way things are going to be done, and yes. uh, you know, and that's what media matters. They, and they use media as a vehicle for that. And I'm reading now the wonderful book by Ben Shapiro called Bullies, 
Uh, and he talks about uh, Breitbart quite a bit and uh, the fact that Media Matters has been in bed with the Obama administration, orchestrating and strategizing about how to win elections and how to otherwise uh, uh, portray the Obama administration as the correct um, view of the world and, and to move it forward. Yeah, it's really shocking. Essentially, to control the media. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we've it, had and we've had presidents who have been uh, aware of the photo op with the importance of image, you know, Reagan and Clinton and things like that. But we've never had a a president who literally is the news media, right? To a large extent, that yeah. when you watch the the mainstream non-conservative channels of either television or newspaper, you are literally seeing the administration's talking points and policy positions coming directly through, not echoed, but actually promulgated right. by these It's very pages. rare that you'll see a, uh, that, and that's, you're right, and that's why it's very rare that you'll see the administration is actually arguing with the media about the position that they're supposedly taking. Uh, it's usually a conservative against that. Now, they'll say that, well, what's new, Charlie, on that one? I mean, you know, yeah, the conservative uh, media uh, more or less espouses um, the, the a Republican president's agenda, and uh, it's opposing the Democrat president's agenda. What's, there's nothing new under the sun. But they're, of course, very wrong on that because um, media matters. The media is so in the tank. It, it doesn't, it's not as if every four years or every eight years, as the case may be, when there's a change in the guard to Republican presidency, that somehow the media is now on board with the president, the Republican president. We know that. That's, that's just a lie. It's, it's, they always resist the Republican president. And to give him headwinds uh, when it comes to the Democratic presidents, that the wind is on his back. And That's even, the way it is. And even conservative media, though, I think, to complete the analogy, uh, is never entirely in the tank or on the side of a conservative politician because a lot of the conservative media is truly conservative, not just Republican Party. Well, that's right. And, and just for example, the immigration uh, issues with Bush, um, the uh, Social Security issues with Bush. There are a lot of things. Yeah, the spending, certain aspects of national security, uh, all sorts of things. That's right. So, but the liberals, you know, they, they definitely are going to be... Yeah, they uh, circle the wagons and they're always yeah, there they, for their They do guys. a good job of that. But that's, that's, in their, that's in their DNA. Their yeah. DNA is to work collectively, and I mean that uh, as a double entendre, uh, collectively. And they, they succeed in doing so. Okay, so distractions, distractions, distractions. Okay. What other distractions do you think are at play? We talked about gay marriage. We talked about the Zimmerman case. Um, and we talked about, you know, um, other issues as well. I mean, well, I, I, think, I think the whole immigration debate is a distraction. I think gun, gun, the, gun, the gun control debates, right. as they called it, using well the talking heads language, was distractions. I mean, yeah, really, I, really, I, we're at a point in, in human history right now where crazy, dangerous people are on the verge of getting nuclear weapons. The, the fiscal safety nets, not right. welfare safety nets, but fiscal safety nets of free market economics worldwide hang in the balance and could collapse any second. Any second. The civil society has a chance to, be, to fall apart and be ruled by lawlessness. These are the really the only three or four big issues that matter. Essentially, national security, taxing and spending, law and order, and, and c- civilian safety. And all of this other stuff does not matter at all. It, it really doesn't. 
It's so true. I mean, they, they're, uh, what my wife, thought, oh, and of course, environmentalism and the big one, global warming. <laughs> these are, these oh, yeah. are essentially, if you think about it, sort of from an analogy, are luxury items that you get to enjoy. Like, if you think about uh, whether or not you need a car or not, if you need a car, you might not be able to afford a Mercedes-Benz. Right. You might have to buy a Honda because it's more important that you just get around than that you get around in luxury. Yeah. Uh, so these kind of issues are essentially luxury items. Well, I love that, what I love what I, I agree. I mean, we you know it's the Maslow hierarchy of of uh, of, of agendas, right? Right. Uh, Maslow meaning you know to, to use a, on a personal scale, um, if you're you know the first thing you take care of is uh, making sure you have enough to drink and enough to eat. Yeah, survival. Uh, that you have a roof over your head and and uh, you know if you were to move into a new town as a young kid, especially right. First thing you do is I need to find a place to live, right? Yeah. And you quickly, you know, you, you, your head is not in the right place until you get a place to live. Okay, great. Then you set up your electricity bill and all those other things that you need to do, telephone and all that stuff. Then you get your food. Then you get your water. And then you think to yourself, okay, now I can call up my friend Charlie and see if we can spend a, a boys' night out, right? That's the way it is. And the same thing is, is true about what you're saying is that these are these are luxury items uh, to talk about, whether it's global warming. I think that's a fantastic example. I wish I thought about it. Fantastic example. Of you would have in the next five minutes. Well, I, I, yeah. through these. Uh, true. It does open up the doors. Uh, but global warming and, and uh, you know, the, to some extent, the abortion debate still is. Um, and, of course, the gay marriage issue. And Well, I don't the, think the, abortion the, is a, a distraction. I no, but they that. will. They will. Because oh, when they make it about pro-choice, that's right. Yes, absolutely. that's right. Because and that's what they did with Bush. Yes. They said if you vote for him, you'll have back alley abortions. Right? That they always trot that one out, and I I, I believed it when I was once a Democrat, and I, then I thought, okay, well, let's watch this guy, and then of course, you know, abortions seem to be uh, perfectly accessible, very accessible, <laughs> and not only that, but growing in numbers. So it was it was you know hard to believe uh, any, anything. I didn't take them seriously after that. Likewise, uh, what you said about gun control, that was a great point. Uh, I hate to say it, but after that terrible Sandy Hook um, disaster, uh, and, and really a disaster, tragedy, uh, I think that Obama just seized upon that. Um, the little kids, let's hug your kids a little bit stronger yeah. tonight. Now, I understand as a president you need to address this issue. You can't ignore it. I understand that. But there's addressing it and and being presidential and then in that, taking advantage and, taking of it. It and exploiting yeah. it for your own personal advantage. And I think that he certainly took it for his own personal advantage. And they told him to milk it. And of course, they didn't even have to tell him he was going to milk this one. It's a distraction beyond belief. And now the whole country is talking about gun control, gun control, gun control. Um, the gay marriage, then it's about global warming, like you said. Um, it, it just doesn't stop with these people. And then there's isolated race relations. You'll always have that. You'll always have these things to talk about. Um, yeah, these small bupkis issues. They, they you know, the are the bupkis issues. The whole you didn't build it issue, or, or what Democrats. I love it when they do the this the personalization. Miss Emma Farley in Michigan can't afford her insulin for her diabetes or something. Right, right. Or you know that they they always do the if there's just one I will not rest. I will not rest if there's one person in the country who doesn't have the job they want or can't get or, or one child goes hungry right. or one kid can't get to the college they want. Right. I will not rest if there's just 
Wait a minute, one person? <laughs> you mean, so, so you're saying there are three people in the world, or in the country, of 300 million, that's one out of 100 million, who's hungry, can't get a job, and can't get into school. I think you can rest. If that's the extent of our problems, we're doing pretty you're doing good. A, you're doing okay. You might as well say the same thing about unemployment, right? I won't yeah. rest until everyone's got full employment. It would be nonsense to, to make that argument. Even even a, a great president is assumed to be doing great when it's at 5.5 unemployment. That's yeah. that's the... 3.5% unemployment is too low of unemployment. Too low. That means the labor market is costing too much. And they, that and means we're going to have a problem economically soon because the cost... You know, you know there's, a, there's a point where... Let's, let's, let's move on. <laughs> you know? Let's move on. There was a, there was a point where... Uh, I don't know if... You, I, I know that we talk about the Simpsons every once in a while, but there's always a, a friendly one that seems to be applicable. And I remember one, it's in the beginning of the episode, you see these, these uh, card, uh, green card people getting together and they're in a boardroom and they, they say, you know, we need to, you know, we need to make more profit. Uh, we need to create another, uh, we've, we've, we sucked uh, Father's Day dry, Mother's Day dry, Valentine's Day dry. We need to cre- create a new, a new uh, holiday to get everyone sucked in <laughs> and to make it, you know, imperative. Their Secretary's Day and everything else, right? Yeah. And then, well, what do you suggest, uh, Mr. Smith, uh, who's a gentleman? I don't know. Uh, how about uh, Love Day? Or, <laughs> but, not, but not so lame. <laughs> and so you cut to the next scene, and it's, it's Marge is saying to everyone, Happy Love Day, everyone. <laughs> and, of course, they embraced it. And the whole country is now uh, you know, celebrating Love Day, not realizing how they've been manipulated, right? And that's the way it is with uh, you know, administration this administration certainly, where they, they will embrace and they will tell you, here's what we're going to be focusing on. You, you, you focus on this monkey. You know, look at this monkey. Look at this monkey. And meanwhile, as we said before, Rome is burning. Um, there's very little attention being paid by the, by the average Joe in the street to what's happening in Syria, Egypt, Iran, to Detroit, um, to, to, to American to, uh, cities and states run by liberal politicians across the country right. to, that to, are failing. To, to, well, the failing education system. Yeah. Our currency value, that's right. Food stamps. a little bit of a large problem but right. potentially. But hang on. then you know, And all the other things, the scandals we've been talking yeah. about, which they certainly want to avoid, which is Benghazi, the NSA, uh, the AP Press scandal. IRS. Uh, and the IRS Fast scandal. and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. And they don't even want to, you know, that, that they hope will never show up again. And you've got... Um, uh, in the meantime, so what is their real attention that they're going to be focusing on seeing if they can do a federal indictment of Zimmerman now? Never mind that they know that there, no race ever came into the, to the equation whatsoever. They couldn't find and, – and, and as I said in my Sunday show, believe me, if they could find a single text, a single email from Zimmerman that suggested – If they can tell one – Wait, 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 wait. One joke. Wait, 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 wait. If they could find one email suggesting – for a second, that Zimmerman had a racist, even even if it could somehow be interpreted as racist, um, then they will they will glad, gladly grab onto that, and then the entire trial would be about this. Just like, just like Mark Furman, you know, did he yeah. ever say the N word in the past ten years from the, from the time of that trial, as if that had anything to do with anything. You know, did that, did that mean that, that O.J. Simpson did not do the killing because a man named Mark Furman, a police detective who was later assigned to the case, used the N-word once? I mean, they, they had to jump over hoops and hurdles to, to, to figure that one out. And that was what that case became. It was a, an amazing distraction brought by the, by the defense. 
And, uh, and that became a big play. And everyone had opinions about it all of a sudden. Yeah. It was the biggest nonsense. And you, you just want to say, how does this affect Mr. Furman's credibility? How does this affect? Well, even if yet? it did, how does it? How does it uh, uh, get in the way of the fact that O.G. Simpson cut off his wife's head and her waiter oh, right over there because you can kind of see where it happened, right? Yeah, you exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what? Okay, yeah, it, it, so what is the thing? And and that's what we're dealing with. So look, we're going to close this uh, podcast, but I, I do want you know obviously the the whole message of this particular podcast is to talk about how we get distracted and how we're being manipulated. Let's put it that way. Focus on the prize. Focus and understand what the real issues are. Just like in chess, right? You don't uh, grab onto every little um, uh, piece that, that seems to be available. You, you focus instead on what uh, the checkmate's going to be. Right. That's where you go for it. Yeah, get the queen. Get the queen. Oh, no, wait a minute. Get the check of me. Get the king. Hey, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Got distracted. Yeah. Uh, distractions, distractions, and you are being distracted. Don't be fooled. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Looking forward to next week.